Hi everyone, welcome back to season four of Sanjita Says Podcast. Oh my god, how did I get here? Honestly, um, finally I have recorded episodes. I have been unwell forever. I'm still a little bit unwell, you might hear it in my voice, but I'm finally back and I'm glad to be back. Season four is gonna be so, okay, it's basically gonna include you, okay. Season 4 is going to include you guys, the listeners, everyone that is listening right now, it's going to include you guys because I asked on my Instagram and other social media, um, what would you like to talk about and what would you like to hear in the episodes, ask questions and etc. So many people send in like questions and requests and I'm just so grateful that people actually want to hear these things and you know, they're taking part and getting involved so thank you so much. I know a lot of my listeners are around my age and maybe younger, which means you're probably going to be doing GCSEs. And honestly, like, it's not been that long for me. I'm 17, I'm a year later, and I still remember how it feels to do exams. Oh my God, like, it's actually so pressurising. But I do understand that sometimes it doesn't hit you. Sometimes it's just like... I don't, I, do I even have it sounds like it doesn't like affect you, like it doesn't go through your brain and I feel like for some people that's the case, for some people they've been preparing for months and do you know what, everyone's different so if you feel like you're behind don't worry because I'm going to save you right now. In fact as this episode comes out I'm pretty sure that you're already doing one of your first GCSE exams, um, this is going to come out on the 12th I believe so yeah. So one of the questions I got was just about that. The fact that they felt, someone felt that they were so behind on GCSEs and the topics and it still hasn't hit them that is right around the corner and you want advice. Well, that's what I'm here for. Okay, so I'll talk about certain topics and subjects and then I'll say like a general point of view. Okay, so let's talk about certain subjects. Maths. Okay, here's what you do for maths. There's like these different websites, Corbett Maths and Maths Genie. You can choose either one. Like, I think I prefer Maths Genie, I'm not going to lie. But when I was doing my GCSEs, that's what I used. On there, just search up a topic and there'll be videos and past papers and basically questions that you can use. That is going to help you practice and learn the material, the content. And then it will give you experience on how to like answer a question and, you know, where can you get the marks, etc. Um, I do have a bit of a lisp, so like, if you hear that, I'm sorry. But like, I wasn't really aware of it, but yeah. A lot of people might have maths watch. Like, I had to do that like as homework when I was back in high school. And personally, I think the videos on maths watch they explain it really well. So use that if you like ever need it. Um, if you need to like understand something, and yeah, keep practicing. Past papers are everything because that gives you experience to what like the actual exam is gonna be like. And I feel like it does reduce your stress because it's like when you go to the actual exam, you know what to expect, you know what it looks like, and etc. So yeah, do that. Okay, so the next one I thought of is science. Science was, okay, it wasn't like my favourite subject in year 7 and 8 and year 9 I had lockdown and I barely even went into school. But um, year 10 and 11 it became like a better subject. I actually liked learning it, especially biology because it's more interesting and etc. But anyway, so what I used to advise for that is number one, it's called Educate. This thing was given to us, like it's some website, it's some app that you can like revise and like learn topics and stuff. It was given to us by our teachers and like the whole class had to log in and stuff like that. And what you basically do on there is like short recall questions. They're not exam questions, but like this is like so you can memorize the content and understand the basics.
basic logo and stuff like that. If I wanted to like really understand the topic and like stuff like that and I don't understand it, like I didn't understand it in class or something, I would go on, uh, it's called Cognito on YouTube. Basically, it's videos that explain the topic and like, um, it's in a really easy way to understand. There's pictures and it's like more easy to look at and like easy to the eye, you know? Honestly, so much of what I learned came from those videos because, like, the way that they tell you the information, they break it down and they say it slowly and it's not too, like, and it's not boring, it's interesting, you know? Once again, past papers to find out, like, exam questions and stuff like that. If you do it in this order, videos for the content, recall questions on educate and then exam questions, then that will help you even more because you're taking the steps that your teachers will have to take as well. Like that's how they teach you. They they give you the videos and content and then they teach you like the small questions. You know in like the start of the lesson you have a starter, that's usually what it is. So you can recap the knowledge and then they give you like the exam either your actual exam or like some like test or something in class. Again, apologies for my voice, I hate it too right now, but um, for English, English is like, you know, a big topic and there's so many ways to revise for that, but obviously there's different stuff within the subject, so the books like Macbeth and etc, whatever you're studying, I think in our class we use GCSE pod to understand the story and all that, so then we have like a better understanding of like, well, the actual story and what's going on. Um, we watched it during class, and for me, I think it helped me understand what was going on, and like it cleared up like the knowledge and like what they're saying. Especially since obviously books like Macbeth and etc. They use like really old time language, like back in the 16th, 17th century and stuff like that. So yeah, that really helped me as well. Obviously, in English, you like analyze extracts and all that stuff. So for that, I would say, of course, past exam papers because then like you know how to analyse it and stuff. Um, to answer like those big mark questions, I'm pretty sure there was a question that was like 20 marks or something like that. There's questions like the language questions, like it would say, how does the writer use language to do this and that, whatever for the character? Well, for that, I have a specific structure that I use during my answers and like in my GCSE time. And here's what I did. So obviously you use quotes to like an analyse the extract and whatever, you take quotes out of it. Here's what you do. You start with the literal meaning. You, When I say you start with it, you literally write this down in your answer. The literal meaning, which basically means like, what does a quote actually mean? Like, what are they trying to say? Not like more of the deeper language and whatever. No, that comes later. What are they actually trying to say? What's the context behind it, I guess? So literal meaning then evokes the feeling. Basically... What do the readers and all that and like what what um emotion is it trying to like talk about? What is it trying to convey basically? Literal meaning evokes the feeling on a deeper level. This is when you take one word or one specific phrase out of the quote and you analyze that. What are the synonyms? What does it connote? What can it link to, etc. That's where you like brainstorm your ideas. And then readers affect. How does the reader feel when they like um when they read it and obviously like I know I know that that's not actually what happens when a reader reads something like that and they're not like doing it for GCSE they're just reading it they don't you know it's not really like that but this is more like an exaggeration that's what it really is and yeah so that's literal meaning evokes the feeling on a deeper level and reader's effect obviously there's more that comes with it not just the exam itself but here's what I did to like you know not stress about stuff so I'm going to tell you what I did before, during and after. 
Okay, so the day before the exam, I'd make sure that I have everything in my bag and do the basics, basically. You like, you already know that. Um, and like, you know, try, I wouldn't, to be honest, I wouldn't like to stress myself out and revise constantly, like, you know, that kind of thing. Of course, that's unhealthy to do. I would probably go over my notes and, you know, just breathe, pray, make dua, like, you know, do a prayer, say a prayer, put my stuff in my bag and have everything ready to go in the morning so I don't have to stress about that when I wake up. Then, um, maybe like half an hour before the exam, usually for me, everyone who is doing the exam in my year will be outside the hall and, you know, waiting to go inside and like, you know, put our bags away and stuff. I used to see, I remember this so clearly, there were groups of people and friends and whoever that were stressing out so much. Like, I remember they were like, oh my God, what do I do for this person? Oh my God, like, let me, what did you do? What did I do? What did, oh my God, breathe. <laughs> like, I personally think if you're gonna like, what's it called, stress out about the exam and what's, what, what questions in the comic, whatever, and like let your brain go 100 miles per hour, you're going to be so stressed out in the exam that it's going to affect your performance. So what I usually do is just breathe and take in what's happening and just live for the moment because if I'm going to like have a panic attack about what's actually happening in the exam and, you know, the topics and what to revise from or what I'm stuck on, I'm focusing on the negative in that way. And then that stresses me out even more. So when I go into the exam, I would have this really big, like, adrenaline rush and I'd have, like, so much anxiety and it would really stress me out and it's such a bad idea. Like, that's what I think personally. So before you go into the exam, um, if you believe in God, pray, <laughs> make dua and um, just chill out, you know, just, like, take a moment to breathe, meditate, whatever you need to do, but don't be stressing over the content and all that kind of thing, because you had the whole entire five years to do that, the whole entire year even, like, and it's just, like, so unhealthy to do that, because it stresses you out, and it gives you so much anxiety when you're in the actual exam, and like I said, it affects your performance, so, yeah. Okay, and after the exam is done, I know that everyone likes to talk to their friends and like, oh, what did you write for this question, etc. I think that's the most common thing that we all say. But let's say like one of your friends wrote something and you didn't write it and you think, oh my God, maybe I got it wrong, you know? I personally think like, because you can't go back and change your answer and stuff like that, don't stress about it. Focus on the next exam if you have to, because you know, that's what you can control. What you, what's done is done. It's in the past. It's finished now. And you don't have, ever have to do that again. You know, that's what, that's the way that I think of it. So, and like, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, like when you look at it in the grand scheme of things, whatever's meant to be is meant to be. And you stressing about it is not going to change anything. That's, bef that's before, in the middle or afterwards. Like, I did say during the exam, right? I don't know if I skipped that. But like, um, just a quick side note, during the exam, like, if you're stressed out and like you're having a bit of a panic attack, close the paper. Just close the paper, look ahead of you to the to the floor, to your shoes, whatever it is, and just breathe. And then once you feel ready, you can open up the paper and look at the question. Um, some people say to skip the question, but personally, I think if you answer every question to the best of your ability and don't skip it, then it'll be better for you because, number one, if you skip it, that means you've wasted all that time just stressing about it. And it's better to just write something down, even if you think it's wrong. Like It's better to just have something there. Number two, if you slip it and then you finish the whole, you no, you don't even finish the whole paper, you know, timing is a thing. You slip it and then you don't have time to go back to the question, then that's marks that you missed out on. So that's why you always need to write something, you know. I know one of my friends, she used to like, 
skip half the paper and then like just do the ones that she knew and then she takes so long doing the ones that she knew and like you know stuff like that or she takes so long stressing about that and then the ones that she don't know and then she would not have time at the end to go back on it and then she'll lose out on so many marks when she could have actually like passed the paper down so well and stuff like that but all in all I kind of think like the best thing to do is just like meditate and breathe and relax exams like because like these things are temporary if you think of it exams are what typically an hour maybe a bit longer than that and during that hour that is all the stress contained in that time and afterwards you can relax and you know whatever happens happens just know that if you try your best then you should be fine and whatever's meant to be is meant to be and that's all I have for this episode. I literally lost my voice during this, which is so fun. Oh my god, yay. But I do need to take medicine and I do need to rest. Um, I'm so glad I'm back with another season and I'm sorry that this episode is really long. Um, maybe you prefer that. I don't know. You guys let me know. Um, on Spotify, actually, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can send in a question. So send in a message or whatever you like and I'll listen to it. I'll respond to you either privately or whatever you like on the podcast as well if you want on the episode. And yeah. So check out my next episode, which is going to come out next Friday. And I hope this advice really helps you. I hope you learned something. See you guys next time. Bye. Thank you.